President Trump told Greta Van Susteren the other day that we're in a good place with the coronavirus, such comments sparking a media uproar as the COVID-19 surge set seven records in 11 days, reaching over 66,000 cases on Friday alone. Now the media spotlight has shifted to whether and how the nation's schools can reopen in September, with President criticizing the CDC guidelines, which are being tinkered with, and the president tweeting that he would cut off federal funding to schools whose buildings stay closed. I think it's going to be good for them politically, so they keep the schools closed. No way. So we're very much going to put pressure on uh, governors and everybody else to open the schools. It is ghoulish for Donald Trump to inject his broken, corrupt, incompetent political approach to the global pandemic into what is a life and death painful, lose-lose decision for most parents. The president's out there demanding that the schools open. And for the sake of the economy, for the sake of the divorce rate, uh, for the sake of sanity among parents, they need to open. And for the sake of the children not starving. Joining us now to analyze the coverage, Gail Trotter, a commentator who hosts the Right in D.C. podcast, and Mara Liason, NPR's national political reporter and a Fox News contributor. Gail, the media have slammed the president, as you know, for saying he'll pressure the governors and potentially cut off funding to get the schools reopened. Doesn't that contradict the conservative idea of federalism, which is that the president doesn't have absolute power and that local officials control such things as local schools? I'm so glad you brought that up, Howie, because our Attorney General Bill Barr said the same thing, that it's surprising in terms of federalism that governors are going against their constitutions and using their emergency powers to do so many things that a limited government conservative would not be in favor of. And we're seeing the media criticizing President Trump for encouraging Americans to go back to work, for children to go back to school. And we've seen organizations like the American Academy of Pediatricians urging children to be physically present in schools in the fall, and yet the media are aligned with the Biden campaign and the talking points of the teachers union who want to keep the schools closed this fall, and that goes against what a lot of American parents want, to have the right. schools reopened safely and with health as a, a primary concern. Well, I think parents are divided. I mean, journalists are also parents. I would love to have my kids back in school, Mara. Uh, but the media tend to focus on whether it's safe, not just for the kids themselves, but for teachers and staff. And so they are largely casting this as the president trying to score a political victory by forcing the schools to open, while the president says, well, no, it's the Democrats who think they will benefit uh, if, if the buildings remain closed. Yeah, I think that this is one of those cases where the media isn't one monolithic thing. First of all, parents desperately, me included, want their kids back in school, and we desperately want our kids safely back in school. But the media has also pointed out correctly that 90% of school funding comes from local governments and states. The president only, I think, has control about 10% of it. So he doesn't have a lot of leverage. He does have a bully pulpit. The problem is that he also urged states to open up economies, which people wanted. 
And in a lot of places, that didn't work out so well. So it's a cautionary tale for every school district that is struggling with where they're going to find the money to do the extra sanitation, the plexiglass, the masks, the extra classrooms if you have to spread kids out. I mean, this is a huge problem. And instead of tra trading blame about who wants to keep schools shut, who wants to keep them open, maybe the federal government and the states could work together on a plan for how to open schools safely. Well, speaking of working together, the president and vice president have been at odds with the Centers for Disease Control over the guidelines that could help schools make these decisions. Uh, CDC chief Robert Redfield was on Good Morning America. Let's take a look. Should the doctors and scientists of the CDC be taking that kind of political direction from the president? I think it's important, George, to realize, and you use the word guide, guidelines. That's what CDC has done. They provide guidances. They're not requirements. So, uh, Gail, the CDC is now uh, getting a lot of media criticism for being under and perhaps bending to political pressure from the White House. Expert opinions are very important, but experts in any field are not accountable to the American people. We don't have a government of the experts, by the experts, and for the experts. Instead, we have democratic accountability, and that's why we choose leaders to make these hard decisions for us. And if you look at the track record of the experts, they're continually changing their advice. In March, we saw Dr. Fauci, the WHO, the U.S. Surgeon General, the CDC, all argue against masks, and then when new information arose, they changed their recommendations. So it's not a monolithic thing, but that is right. why we have democratic accountability for leaders. Right. Now, speaking of Anthony Fauci, Mara, uh, he um, hasn't spoken to the president in over a month. Right. Uh, he has had to cancel TV interviews. Now, the president told Sean Hannity that Dr. Fauci is a nice man, but he's made a lot of mistakes, picking up on Gail's point. Here's what uh, Anthony Fauci told the Financial Times, if we can put it up. Uh, I have a reputation, as you probably have figured out, of speaking the truth at all times and not sugarcoating things. That may be one of the reasons why I haven't been on television very much lately. So you have this partisan debate over whether the president is sidelining people like Fauci. Well, there's no doubt that the White House has chosen not to put Fauci on television as much as they did in the beginning, when he was kind of a good housekeeping seal of approval for the president. He was the scientist who was going to tell everybody what to do and how to stay safe, et cetera. And as the president has wanted to open up faster than maybe Dr. Fauci thinks that we should open, he's been pushed to the side a bit. But Dr. Fauci has also come to the president's uh, rescue a couple times, trying to explain why he, the president said 99% of the cases are harmless. He said maybe he misinterpreted data about a 1% mm -hmm. mortality rate. But there's no doubt that Dr. Fauci is less useful to the White House right now. All right. I need a brief answer from each of you. Uh, first, you, Gail, you have six children. I know you would like to see them back in school. Many schools, including New York City and elsewhere, are, are planning to have a couple of days on, a couple of days off, a couple of weeks on, a couple of weeks off in order to keep the crowding down in the classrooms. Um, very little press attention to how that would put pressure on working parents, uh, what to do when the kids are home doing the online learning thing. That's right. Americans want their kids back in school. They want to get back to work and they want it to be done safely and responsibly. And the CDC has released very extensive guidelines on how to do that. Uh, there's a lot of different information about young children and the distances you need. So that is something that should not be political. It should be somewhere where we all join together in the American spirit of back to work and uh, stick to -itiveness. 
Right. And Mara, the president also slammed Harvard University, which plans to go all online for the next academic year, saying they should be ashamed of themselves and it's the easy way out. Other university systems are also planning that. Uh, are the media buying into that criticism? I don't know. Look, college is a different situation. Harvard, by the way, is having people come back to campus and go to school online. So it's not like they're keeping everybody out of school. Um, each school has to make these decisions for themselves. This is a tough, complicated problem. This is what Gail said. We've got to figure out how to open up safely. Tough and complicated. Absolutely. Gail Trotter, Mara Elias, and great to see you this Sunday.